This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. All right, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 122 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad and a.k.a. the comment curator and one half of the culture. And I got my dog with me. Jay, what up? What up? What up? What's popping? Jay Johnson. In This Week in Culture, we review episode six of Lovecraft Country, man. Back at it again. Let's get into this real quick. And I got some theme music for him. ever listen to that song in um 3d audio or 4d audio uh do that shit you okay. got some airpods yeah yeah go into go to youtube and go into it type it no it's 8d i'm sorry 8d 8d okay. and that whoo first off 8d yeah. 8d audio is some different yeah. shit okay yeah it's, it's some scary spooky shit yeah um i was feeling around on the internet and um so with 8d audio like the audio can come from any direction, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And this scared the fuck out of me, dog. Like I've never been this scared <laughs> before in my life. Okay, I'm at I'm at, I'm at the cribs late night. I'm in, in, in the bed. Yeah. And um, going through this 8D audio thing, somebody explained how to work, and it made it seem like somebody knocked at my fucking window. Like I literally had the turn at first. It, the first one to sound like somebody banged on my wall yeah. from like on my on my right hand side, yeah. and that shit startled me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then a few minutes later, like it felt like somebody knocked on thy fucking window, like behind me. So I don't know how they do it, but you gotta be. You only can do it with headphones. Yep. You gotta be wearing both. Um, it's it's a thing and it's fucking amazing. It's a whole experience, man. Yeah. Well, shit. Let's uh, some video games got this shit. So yeah. when you playing. You can hear something from back left. From over there, right. yeah. yeah. Okay. So. That's actually hard as fuck. I yeah. like that. Um, listen to this podcast in AD audio. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, and welcome back. Thank you to all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who rock with us. Thank you to all the uh, newcomers out there, man, folks who was looking for um, not only a recap podcast for Lovecraft Country, but for one done by black people. 
Yep. It's us, nigga. We back. We back. We back. It's your favorite blacks. And um, yeah, man, Lovecraft Country episode six, dog. It's your favorite blacks. It's your favorite blacks. That <laughs> might the, be the name of the episode. Meet dog. the blacks. Meet the fucking blacks, man. Also had another name for the episode: witch ass pussy, nigga. Because <laughs> this was some witch ass pussy right here, nigga. We gonna get into it, man. Um, before we talk about the episode, you know we gotta rate it like we always do at this time. I give this episode a strong pair of buffs. This was a four. Like a motherfucker for me, dog. I love this episode, bro. I got to give it two different ratings. Okay. Um, Giving a Korean rating and a... So, for those... Uh, f- from, for me and for you, I can go ahead and give you a pair of buffs. Yeah, man. Because Strong I appreciate that. Strong for For the average uh, listener... Might not have been... Yo, this is probably some woods or yeah. two and could have even been like a pair of wires. Yeah, so let me could have um, been a two or a three, man. Y'all remember pl- the rating scale? Let me play something for you. This is my memo for Lovecraft Country that I must say I truly love that show. However, for the people like me who ain't got time to read and for real pay attention. That's why I need y'all podcasts because I ain't no way I, I'm doing 25 things while I'm watching TV. I couldn't read them subtitles to figure out what's going on. <laughs> I legit fast forwarded until I realized they were speaking English and hopped in there. Like, so I'm gonna need y'all to put on the best podcast ever because that's really about to tell me what went on which even when they speak in english the podcast tells me what goes on so i appreciate y'all more than ever this week hey man if you ain't tuned in till they started speaking english you came in 45 minutes into the episode (laughs) so i gotta keep it real with the rating for a lot of people watching it was probably some wires I'm, I can I can see people saying this wasn't their favorite episode. I could see that because you know it was saying? a complete shift in tone for one. Yeah. Than what we had gotten in the previous five episodes. I had a couple of texts last night. Yeah. Asked me if I watched it yet. And yeah. It was like you gonna, y'all go you gonna have to explain this to me once yeah. you like so everybody it's not. Oh, and that's what we here for. Yeah. Um, and I came prepared today, ladies and gentlemen. I got note notes today, yeah. nigga. Like I was really in my bag. Um, researching and trying to get some background on a lot of shit that was happening. So we gonna discuss it all, man. We also got a Lovecraft note from the homie uh, Rob Silva. He back, man. Rob, we appreciate you for doing what we ask the listeners. Y'all to know do. anybody can send anybody notes. can send a voice note. Like it don't just gotta be Rob and and the homie Shay and my nigga Macho. Like um, it can be anybody. So any of y'all listening to this pod, a, can you give me an email address one more time? Yo, thisweekendculturepod at gmail dot com. Or you could do like that young lady did with Jay and send him a voice note via text. If you know us personally, you could hit me and Jay up there. But if you don't know us personally to have our phone numbers, send your voice note to thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Shit, you can send a voice note to the uh, This Week in Culture To the Instagram, Instagram page. page. That's a fact. Like, you don't have to get on our personals. But here's the thing. It also don't have to be like nothing crazy. Just let us know what y'all thought about the episodes, man. Like, yo, this episode of Power was weak this week. This episode of Lovecraft was weak this week. Like, whatever your thoughts were. Like, just tell us what y'all think, man. But for the homies who consistently send this shit, we appreciate y'all, man. So I'm going to play this from the homie Rob Silva. What's up, man? What's up, Jay? Your predictions on Lovecraft 
have been spot on and ridiculously on the money. One, um, episode five, real quick. Did you guys ever see the movie The Watermelon Man? This yes. is what this episode that reminded movie. me of when Ruby woke up white. Yes. The Watermelon yes. Man, for the listeners out there that have never seen that it, shit two weeks Godfrey ago. Cambridge yeah. plays this white guy who wakes up black and finds out for himself how racist society is, just like Ruby found out how privileged white people are. So that 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 was just I don't know if that was an ode to that movie, but that was what I thought of when I saw this episode. Uh, looking forward to hearing you guys podcast at episode six. I'm about to watch it. Talk to you, brother, soon. Yo, appreciate the, you, my brother. That I was a hell to, of a reference too. Um, if y'all don't know the Watermelon Man, it came out in uh, 1970. Go check that out on your own time. That's a crazy reference. Dog. What's so funny is like I recently. Bought that shit on iTunes. You know what I'm saying? Because initially, I watched that shit, I don't know, roughly about 10 years ago. I watched that in the movie Network, which mm, was mm-hmm. from 1976. Those mm-hmm. were two. But I talk about the Watermelon Melon, The Watermelon Man. Yep. I talk about that movie in off-air conversations all the time because it was a, it was it's a, such an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Um, what was that other movie um, where the white dude is black? It was like a younger... Like the nigga was on like a college campus or some shit. Uh, hold on, was he in college? That was a, a Justin. I mean, that was a, a Chris Brown video. <laughs> <laughs> that he <laughs> movie where white man. I don't know. Black white man. Jimmy or, Kimmel. Oh, I mean Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. <laughs> shit. Holy shit. Soul Man. Soul Man. Do you remember that from 1986, dog? That, that's Young yeah, boy, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking about, man. And he um now see that shit I don't like because they, they actually had a black yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, low in this, key in this one, the black man started off in white face. Yeah. And then went on to yeah. be black, like normal, dog. Uh but so man, yeah, he was pretending to be black to try to get a black only scholarship to get into Harvard Law. Yeah. I th- um, I really think y'all should watch The Watermelon Man. It's on iTunes, mm-hmm. um, whatever, whatever. It shouldn't be more than a couple hours. Yeah, it's like seven bucks. Yeah, like go get that. Hell or rent, it for, rent it for yeah, like rent four it for bucks, three dollars. You know yeah, what I'm saying, no, that shit was great. Um, and again, hell of a fucking reference. Appreciate you, Rob, for that. Huh, this episode, dog. And I again to your point about the rating. So the first time I, you know, we always watched episodes a couple times at least. My first time watching it, I got up this morning like six a.m. and worked out. And I put it on, not knowing, you know, that most of the episode, probably 75% of it would be uh, Korean speaking. So I'm working out. I have no clue how much is really going on. Like you can't. And granted, this show is already one that you have to pay attention to, even in English. I'll be honest, dog. Nigga. Uh, like, I do shit. Like, I'm addicted to this game that mm-hmm. I play all the time, right? And I watch, I play it while I'm watching television. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I watch it the first time. I thought I was missing shit. Yeah. When I watched it the second time, I realized that you got to say a lot of words to say a little bit of words. Nigga. Like, so I'm looking up thinking I missed something. Oh, yeah. oh, actually, I read everything the first time. I yeah. thought, I, But I thought I was missing. It's a couple times I, I wasn't looking at the screen. Yeah. But, like, yo... People multitask. So, like, I'm not yeah. a giant 
caption. I'm so because my girl don't be listening. It's a meme out there that say uh, some like and women got to turn the captions on because they don't be listening. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the accuracy. And now, then they're going to swear they can't hear. And uh, most recently, I have uh, turned the closed captions on while we're doing shows that we review. Yeah. So so I don't miss I think, shit. Yeah. I, I don't want to miss shit. And what I will say upon my second watch of this, when I really sat down, put my phone down, computer closed, nigga, I didn't realize just how much I had missed. Yeah. Like, it was bars in there, dog. That one scene, she was barring her mama to death, nigga. Her mom was very careful of the tenses of words that yep. she used. Yep, yep. And you don't get all that if you're not paying attention. Yeah. So I will encourage anyone who maybe wasn't feeling the episode the first time around, if you can, I know we live in a world where this ain't the most possible thing anymore, but if you can sit your phone down for a smooth 55 minutes, and just watch the episode straight through, dog. Read the captions. Get your subtitles on and just really dig in. This was a great episode, man. So let's get into it, man. So when we last saw the gang, Tick and Letty and everybody, Tick was on the phone calling somebody in Korea, Collect, had to make that cross-country call and uh, or cross-continent call. And... What's interesting is that's not the first time he called her, though. Uh-uh. No, he's been calling her since episode one. But, like, if things left the way they ended, why are you calling her? Why you keep reaching out? What is it about her? So, real quick, early, since we here, I'm going to just throw it out there as a prediction. That's Tick real love. Letty just a placeholder. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm thinking that she going to find her way to the south side to try to save Tick from something he don't know is coming. Because she ain't never, from what we see, she never got that hundredth man off. So she's still a, a hold on, what's the word? I uh, want to get it right. The K ass, word. big ass fox. Kumiho. Yeah. She a Kumiho. You know, so, the word man sounds a, a lot like nigga. Um, oh, man. Mom said it like 40 times and I kept hearing it, bro. I'm like, are y'all, are y'all bullshitting me? Or? Yeah. No, I definitely kept catching it, dog. Um, but yeah, let's get into the episode, man. She ain't so, bring no nigga home. <laughs> like, she, <laughs> until she brought a nigga so home. Until she brought that one nigga home. Um, so we seen Tick last week. He called her. Um, this was after he decoded the book of names or decoded a word from the book of names that said die. And soon as he decoded it, he called Korea immediately and called uh Jiha. Jia. And when he called Jia, how'd you know? He said, how'd you know? And she said, I warned you. What are you? And that's what he said. Yeah, next. he asked her, what are you? And he said, I warned. She said, I warned you. I told you don't go back. And you went. Yeah, but. And we never knew what that meant. Like. Yeah, but that's different, though. This We didn't have no conversation, nigga. Nah, but <laughs> nigga, I still you, told you don't go there, though. No, nigga, you lift me in the air with fucking tentacles, and hey, I ran the fuck hey, out of here. I don't. Hey. I didn't hear shit you said. I told you. That's that fox-ass pussy. Away. That's that fox-ass pussy, right. nigga. When I lift you in the air with it, listen. Talking about, yeah, I said that. Nigga, I was yeah. running down the street naked yeah. with my clothes well, on Well, you should have kept fucking, nigga. That's right. what you should have did. Um, but she's also the same G.I., who we saw in episode one when she came down from the spaceship and was all red. She's the same GI from episode two when Tick had his hallucination mm -hmm. and was fighting a Korean, what looked like a Korean communist soldier. But now we know 
that was a version of her. That wasn't you know, who she was exactly. Um, so now we get a little bit. This is pretty much all her backstory. This episode, her backstory and how it related to Tig. So, um, one thing that we saw do 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 do. Decoded the word, died from the book. He called her. This is the third time we seeing her. Saw her at the Braithwaite house during a hallucination. There we go. Beginning of the episode. So it started out with G.I. in the movie theater. She in there. It's a couple in there. They trying to fuck. She trying to watch the movie. They was on the different pages. So the couple, the dude was like, you know what? Let's get the fuck out of here, man. If if you ain't going to give me this pussy in front of old girl, then we got to go. So they left the theater. Soon as they emptied it out, G.I. went crazy. She in there dancing, living it up. She hopped up on the stage. She having a ball in the theater. She was acting like how I'ma act when the movies reopen, nigga. In I really want to go see Tenet. My nigga, I want to go to a city that's playing Tenet so I can go and socially distance myself. I'll buy all seven seats around me, nigga. I just want to see the movie. I give you a free website that showed them bitches in HD if you want to just see it. Yeah, nigga. yeah, I'll send you that. <laughs> um, if y'all want it, uh, send. Five dollars to this weekend culture cash app right now. Dollar sign this weekend culture. I'll send whoever sends that. I'll send you the link as well. You can go and watch uh, Tenet starring what's his name? John David, John Washington. David Washington. Yeah, yeah. starring him. Heard the movie's phenomenal. Um, yeah, if you want it, hit us up. Five dollars to this weekend culture's cash app. I'll send you the link. You can watch it in HD all you want for free. Well, for five dollars because you're gonna pay us. Um, but anyway, she in there, she having a ball at the movie theater. She enjoying life. She seemed like just a young girl, right? Like young, jovial spirit. She's uh, in nursing school in Korea. She lives with her mama. So we see her and her mom talking initially, right? Her mom comes out there. She making some kimchi. Sound like the fucking, uh, the crops is getting low and money getting lower, nigga. So her mom kicking it. And she telling her, like, yo, why don't we just ask the neighbors for some cabbage or something? Like, and the mom, like, look, we ain't been invited to the neighbor house since my husband, since left. My husband left. And she like, well, look, when I'm done with nursing school, we going to be respected. We going to bring a good name back to this family. We going to be good. And her mama like, yeah, that shit sound cool. But right now you still in school. And our name is going to be back until you bring a man around. Yeah. Here. And when she said it, she literally said. The only way we can bring respect back to the family name is for you to bring home some men. And I was like, do that mean she's trying to marry her off? Because I'm thinking other culture, she might be trying to get her married off or whatever. I didn't really know that it was yeah. what it was. dog. Literal. Yeah. No, she definitely meant that. Like, bring some niggas home. We got souls to steal around this motherfucker. So, um, Gia is a kumio. In Korean, that translates to nine-tailed fox. Kumios in mythological Korean mythology, they're a creature that they pose as a beautiful woman and seduce young boys and men. And in Korean mythology, they eat their liver or their heart. But in this episode, they were still in their souls. <laughs> like, yeah, I think how they explained in the episode was... Um, they can be summoned um, when men do something. Yeah, do something wrong. For yeah. crimes for men yeah. against women. So what we learned was that 
and we'll get into the details later because that scene was fucking awesome how they rolled it out. But um, Gia's dad, her mother's husband, was raping her. Mm-hmm. And the mom summoned a shaman to put a spell on her and turn her into a cameo. So that way, the next time he raped her, still that nigga's soul. Kill his ass right yeah. there. But the shaman made it so... Okay, we gonna do that, but she also has to do a hundred yeah, men. What well, what she asked for was to protect my daughter. Yep. I didn't know of she was like, yes, we can do it, but the price would be high. Yeah, like, I didn't go into this knowing that that the price was gonna be my you daughter still a hundred souls before you could become human again. And when we say become human again, she wasn't physically. You didn't see a monster. The Kumiho poses as a beautiful woman, so. On the surface, she looked like a regular Korean girl in school for nursing, living her fucking life. But in that pussy, is death down there, dog. I also thought this was a metaphor for it's fucking supposed raw. To be earth ain't worth the pussy that you sit on. Nigga, this That's episode nice was a part. metaphor for fucking raw, nigga. Protect yourself. None of them niggas wore rubber. They all died. Except Tick. He almost died. Anyway, um... Dog, I really love this fucking episode, bro. I I really shout out to uh Jamie Chung, who plays Gia. She used to be on the Real World San Diego, and I thought she killed this episode, bro. I was very happy to get some fucking backstory about her. So what we learn about her, she loves movies. She goes to the movies to escape real life. Judy Garland. Judy Garland's her favorite fucking actress. We see her go to the um. The speed dating shit, she goes there, and none of the niggas liked her. They was all like, yeah, nah, you not it, bro. You too. I wonder why. I don't know. She was pretty. She in school for nurse. She had on her nurse uniform, nigga. It's like, but all this is also centered around the Korean War. Um, 1949. So, we finally get a timeline. Yeah, 1949, around the war. So it's communism happening in fucking Korea right now, South Korea to be specific. Um, she can't get a man. And when her mom told her to bring home men and we see her go speed dating again, I'm still thinking she just trying to marry her off, get married. I lost my husband. Now you need one so we can have a man here because men are respect. We need a head of household, something yeah. like I thought that was the angle. men can work. Men can yeah. make money. Men can be providers. Like I thought that was the angle, but she goes to school and she talking to her best friend at nursing school one day and she like, yo, man, I really need to bring a man home like my mom trying to. Now, is that her best friend in real life? Because like I didn't. I thought there was some tension there between the yeah. two of them initially. But when they start throwing that best friend shit out there later in the episode, I was like, oh, OK, well, maybe they well, just really, had. A... She only talked that best friend shit after the old girl was after, already dead. After she got killed. Yeah. But like... I'm first. I'm thinking like, yo, is this tension? Then I'm like, yeah. do these niggas love each other? Like, oh, girl was definitely so on my rewatch because somebody said it in the thread. Like, yo, girl was kind of giving her them googly eyes. So my initial watch, I thought it was tension. That second watch, I'm like, oh, is she kind of trying to get down with uh with Gi? Then they had this conversation like, yo, I'm different. Are you different too? I'm like, yeah. yeah. But then when I when I was listening in more, because again, my first watch, not really paying attention. I missed that her friend was a communist. Yeah, I missed that. I missed that. Time. So when I watched it that second time and caught it, it felt a little less flirty and felt more like I relate. Like I get what you're saying because I'm different too. And when she, 
I don't think that she understood how different. Uh, yeah, GI was very different. Nine Tails was. Yeah, like nah, nigga, I'm I'm a whole fox witch out here, nigga. But I feel you on that commie shit. So she talking to her girl. She telling her like, yo, I need to meet a man. I went speed dating. That shit ain't work out for me at all. None of them niggas chose me. Yo, bitch chose me, nigga. None of them bitches chose her. She was like, I got to get a man. So her girl was like, fam, you going down there to the fucking meetings. I like how they split meeting, nigga. She was like, you went to the meeting, nigga. I thought that was like, I wonder if that's how we got meetings. Yeah, like you went to the meeting, nigga. Nah, she was like, that ain't where you go. Them little nerdy engineer niggas don't care nothing about you. You need to hit the bar. Go find you a nigga. Somebody you could take home quick, fast, dog. It ain't going to be a thing. So I'm like, oh, bet. She went down to the bar, changed clothes. It's the first time we see her outside her nurse garb and shit. I'm like, okay, G.I., she about to get her a little nigga, take her back home to mom. She find a dude, take him to the crib. They get butt naked, go up in the little room. She light one candle, then 90 of them bitches lit up. I'm out right then. And I was like, okay, that looked a little magic-ish, but fuck it. I'm out. I mean, niggas just stuck around for pussy for worse than lighting one candle and 90 light up. So I'm like, all right, let's see what Jihai and old boy get into, man. And they fucking, and she not really looking like she enjoying it, but I'm like, maybe. I'm like, damn, this how she get down? She yeah, really want I'm that like, man, man. She really just need a man, and that's why I ain't take no offense when it ain't look like she was having a good time. Then she even let old boy get his nut off. That nigga finished, and I was like, I respect it. Shout out to the Camijos for respecting the nut. And then out of nowhere, nigga, she kept like staring intensely at this nigga. And then all nine of her foxtails came out. Actually, I was not expecting. I shit. didn't know what the fuck was happening. I had the shit on in surround sound. It scared like, me. Is this a nigga. vision? This is like. I didn't know what was going down, dog. But all her foxtails came out and they all went into every part of that get, nigga body. It kept bro. getting worse. Like it came out yeah, your ears. Yeah, like the first one. And then your nose. Then it came out the pussy. Then it came out too high. And it was like, all right, fam, this shit is getting wild. But then like when she foxtail, when all nine tails like got hooked on the dude, they start showing visions of him. Make episode one makes more. Made more a lot sense. of sense, didn't it? So they showed all these visions and we saw like essentially his entire life. And then we saw the last picture was him at the top of a fucking mountain and he screamed out something. And then next thing you know, bow, he explodes blood everywhere. He did. She stole his soul, stole all his memories. Bow, one to the head. Now, now you, you know, know he, he did. did. And that's when we learned Jiha is not regular. <laughs> she got that killer pussy. Nigga, witch ass pussy. Nigga, I didn't like it. Off top. If you knew that this could be the best WAP you've ever got in your life, but, but it's it an opportunity you. that if she didn't like it, she can bring out them nine tails. No, I'm not going. I'm not going. That's just me. I know I'm rearing that because it's a lot of niggas that'll risk it. I ain't that pressed. I'm cool. But what if it's Joan? Oh, you gonna throw the Tracy Ellis Ross on me? <laughs> How did Jay know I've been watching Girlfriends on Netflix? <laughs> what if it's what if it's a young Joan? Oh man, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross had the witch ass pussy, man. I'm just nah, nah, nah. I can't do it, dog. I can't do it, man. I feel like nah, I ain't gonna say that neither. 
nope, nope, I'm out. Nope, nope. Tracy Ellis Ross won't get me, dog. That's a nice try, Jason. It's <laughs> a nice fucking try, nigga. Uh, but no, man, we found out that Jihai is the Kamiho. So what we learn again is that her mom. So her mom made this is how I love this scene, and it was for how they rolled into it. It was very subtle how they did it. Her mom made her dinner, and it was like one of her favorite meals and shit. So she like, oh, this you made this like what? It's not New Year's, and she was like, fam, it's your birthday. And so off top, it's like, wait, something wrong with her memory? Her shit is off, right? And she was like, uh, this tastes a little different, though. Like, did you use something different? She was like, look, beef stock is low or beef crops is low. Like, we ain't got a lot of cows out here. Again, the war is happening right now. So we don't have a lot of beef, so I had to use anchovies instead. I've never heard of anchovies other than a pizza. I have never in my life. Refer- you ever try one? Never. I actually... I- put them on pizza when i was little trying to be a ninja turtle that shit was disgusting to me dog it was like horrible i'm as an adult my palate is different so maybe i don't know but as a kid trying to be fucking Raphael and michael michelangelo and them, that shit didn't work like why would you eat what is an anchovy is that a fish yeah some sort, like why would i no yeah um also don't eat fish so yeah you allergic uh to the taste of it <laughs> Not even shellfish? Not even shrimp. That's crazy, I don't eat seafood bro. at all. That's crazy, bro. This nigga Jay, a different type of Muslim. Nigga. That's why when motherfuckers be like, where you want to go eat at? I'm eating the same thing. I don't give a fuck where we go. Chicken finger, nigga? I can <laughs> get some chicken. Yeah, yeah, Y'all got some roasted bread yeah. chicken. So you know what I'm saying? Ain't got to be the fingers. I respect it. So uh, when she told her mom that her memory was off, or that she didn't realize it was her birthday or whatever. She started eating the soup. She like, damn, this shit tastes different. Mom told her it was anchovies. And then she was like, your husband used to like anchovies in his whatever this dish was. And her mom was like, damn, that's crazy you remember that. She was like, I remember everything about all the souls I've taken around this motherfucker. And that's when we learn, like, oh, shit. What the fuck? You took your daddy's soul, nigga. She never once referred to that woman as her daughter. Nah. She always said, my husband, not your father. Yep. She said it wasn't even until like later when she went off on her, like when she snapped and kind of that Kumiho came out. That was the only time that Jiha said my father, <laughs> nigga. Um, but she kept saying like, yeah, like I remember everything from all the souls I stole, like every fucking memory. But I... I don't even remember my own birthday, dog. So later we saw that dynamic kind of get really wild, right? When um so we learned in that initial scene when mom cooked for her that she had ten more men to go. Yeah, give me she, ten more. She told her the shaman needed a hundred men and right now you got two ten more. So we don't see her go through ten, but next time we get a number, she down to her final one. Two. Two. Two more. Yep. So in one of them later scenes, they talking her and mom. They cleaning up, so she fucking the same room every time. And the, to to so the thing is, she says the shaman says once you get a hundred souls, then the, the she'll, Kumio. she'll turn back into yeah. her daughter. Yep, and her mom thinks she's gonna regain her memory, and then you will be like a human again. But yeah. as of right now, you're not a human. Yeah, you're a monster. And she said, and she had just found out that 100 was the number. Was the number, yeah. So she said to her mom, 
is that why you had the shaman summon me? Because my dad was a monster? This is the only time she said my father. Because my father was a monster? And the mom was like, yes. And she was like, yet you want me to kill like a monster to become human? Nigga, a bar, dog. She start barring mom to death in this scene. She start asking about love. Because I'm not, I don't know what love is. Like, well, I see different love. And that's when we find out, like, the love that your daddy was giving you was wrong love. love. And she even, she told, the mom was like, yo, I want you to be my daughter again. I want you to go back to being Jiha. I want you to be human. So picture that, though. Yeah. Picture that you having all these people memories yep. and seeing what they do, but you don't have any kind of context or understanding of what you're actually seeing. And she, oh, so what, oh my God, nigga, this shit was written so fucking beautifully, dog. So how they got to that scene was they were having that conversation about love and about her becoming her daughter again. And she was saying, I don't have any memories of me being a little girl. Yeah. Like, I don't remember shit. All I remember is from the souls that I've taken. So then she started, Gia started singing a nursery song that she used to sing as a little girl. And her mom said, oh, you used to sing that when you were younger. See, I knew my daughter was in there. And that motherfucker Gia snapped, nigga. And she said, nigga, that ain't from you teaching me. I used to sing that every time your husband raped me, nigga. This ain't my memory as Gia. This is his memory hearing that song, nigga. Bruh, a bar. Because I remember every, I don't forget anything. Nothing. I remember every one of these 90s such and such people. I remember that your husband chose you because you was weak. Yep. And you had a baby out of wedlock and he knew what he can do for you because you was was an outcast. You was a a regular hoe. Yeah. Yeah. You wasn't a Kumio. You weren't a Kumio. Yeah. You was a regulio. (laughs) Okay. And um and niggas didn't fuck with you, so yeah. he took you in because I knew what he you took was advantage going. of your weakness, dog. And now, nigga, that motherfucker said you ain't teach me this song, nigga. Like fuck out of here, dog. Like that whole scene was hard as fuck because she told her like, yo, you because when they was explaining all this stuff to yeah. her and about good love, bad love, yeah. and all this shit, he's like, well, you know, you gonna find out when you become human and shit. Yeah, and, and like, then she like, said, I'm not taking another soul, bro. I'm not gonna be human. I'm done. Oh, so we going to stay Kumi ho. Yeah. You be a regular ho, I'll be a Kumi ho. And, uh, Episode title, Kumi ho? <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, let's, let's talk about how we wrapped in or brought in Tick to this shit for a minute. So one thing that her mom was saying was, we got the war going on right now. This is back when she needed 10 men still. She said, it's the war going on. It's a war going on outside. No man is safe from, literally. It's easy to find 10 American soldiers right quick who will fuck. Them niggas rape everybody they vowed to protect. Fam, so true, by the way, especially with the Korean War, Vietnam, all them different wars we got involved in in them fucking smaller Asian countries. But... The mom was like, fam, you can find 10 niggas from the Americans easy, dog. Just walk down the street, grab one of them niggas up, Kumi hold them niggas, you will be at 100 before you know it. So with that, you could already start to think, yeah, this is probably how we going to introduce Tick. He going to be a American hoe. Yeah. So 
Then we see the fucking American soldiers. Well, no, let's talk about that convo her and her girl had real quick. So they was walking down the street. Um, well, before that, they were in. Um, one of the soldiers was coming in. One of them was really fucked up. And one of them grabbed her by the arm and yeah. shit. And old girl hit her with the, a little a needle to yeah. the arm. After that was over, like, I'll get such and such. And then she went over. And one of the niggas who was in there, the little doctor niggas or whatever, yeah. It was whispering in her ear. So after they left, they walking down the street and they're like, yo, so you and old boy uh, talking? Because I see y'all be hanging out and whispering. Yeah, seeing y'all whispering and shit. And she like, oh, no, no, not even. We, we, we communists. Like, we believe in communism and all that shit. And we don't like all this shit that's happening and all the propaganda and all that. Like, we not with it, fam. Like, we really with this commie shit over here. Uh, now, I think, I think she... I think oh Kumiho um mentioned it because she that's when she pulled her to the side was like well well what you yeah. wh- watch what you saying she yeah. like nigga I and don't she was like care. I don't care like you can be who you are with me like she like I'm different too yeah and then her eyes lit up her like, girl thinking like oh, oh you shit you commie too like you commie too that could be the me, name of the episode but we can't you, write commie me commie too yeah we can't write commie on the internet. Cause it's gonna come back. Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Yeah. <laughs> ah. So she was like, "Yo, we like, spell like Dragon Ball." Yeah, they, they don't get it. They don't get it. She was like, "Um, yo, like, I got a friend. Like, oh shit, like you was my nigga already, but now you my Kami nigga. Like, whoa, shit." And Kumiho was like, "Not exactly, but you know what? I I hear you, and I like what y'all doing, and I don't think it's fair that y'all just you know getting killed in the middle of the streets out this motherfucker." So while they standing there talking, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> oh boy gets killed in the middle of the fucking street. Like they brought this nigga up on the back of the pickup truck, threw a noose around the pole, nigga, and drove the truck off. And I missed that hung whole old boy right the comedy fast. conversation the first time. Yeah, so a lot of this didn't really connect the way that it did when you watched the episode straight through. Yeah. Um. But that said, when we see the American soldiers, we find out that they've heard. In the nursing school, because the nursing school is also taking a lot of uh, uh, victims and shit. So anybody, any of the American soldiers getting hurt in the war, they're getting taken care of at the nursing school. So they've heard that there's a spy within the ranks of the nursing school. So now they've dragged all the nurses out here. They got them all execution style on their knees out in the middle of the field. And old boy comes up and starts firing off on them. He killed, what, two of them at first, like. Blew two of them head off, got to a third, and his gun jammed. So when his gun jammed, he like, yo, private, and here come Tick. We finally see our boy. Tick look evil than a motherfucker. Tick came up on bullshit. Soon as he walked up, gun cocked and loaded, he shot old girl straight in the fucking head. And uh, old boy like, yo, we going to shoot everybody till y'all tell us who the fucking spy is. And then Tick looks at G.I., looked her dead in the eye, and you could see he was going to shoot G.I. dead in her fucking head. So her friend, the communist, leans over and says, it's me. Yeah. I'm the spy, which she was a communist. I don't know that she was and the, the first spy. The, she was. But because uh, they was like, yo, we didn't basically between um, five and six o'clock or well, between four and five o'clock. We didn't in- we didn't uh, intercept it some shit yeah. from y'all shift yeah. specifically. Yeah. So we know it's y'all. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So when she leaned in and confessed that she was the spy, they didn't kill her on the spot. 
They knocked her ass out and threw her on a truck, took her away. She, they still killed her, but you I think? was. Well, she said to Tick, y'all killed my best friend, nigga. So. She's like, y'all put her. Like, you ain't never seen her again. Well, nigga, she the Kumio. Kumio know anything, dog. So, she might have seen it when she fucked Tick, nigga. Like, she oh, did see some of it. Huh, she seen him huh, pulling her teeth out. Look at this nigga. Killing my fucking best friend, huh? <laughs> Witch ass pussy coming. So, they took her friend, threw her on a truck, took off. We can assume they killed her. Then the next time we see Tick, Tick's hurt. He been hurt in the war. He got in a bombing. Yeah, got hurt in a bombing. His leg is fucked up. His eye is a little fucked up. His glasses is shattered. He trying to read through the shattered glasses. Shit is crazy. So, Tick's in the hospital with her now. And when she sees him, immediately her face turned up. Because now she know I got one nigga left. And I'm back human. And what do you know? Look who then fell into my fucking lap. The nigga who killed my homegirl. I hate you, Jody. I hate Woo. you. So she goes over to Tick. And then she noticed he was reading the Count of Monte Cristo. Well, he was crying because I, I second watch I understood. Yeah, yeah. He was crying because he can no longer read. Yeah. Because his glasses, his glasses fucked, fucked up. up. And we can, when he can no longer escape. Now he's stuck with all the thoughts of the evil shit he's been doing. He can't escape from what's going on in the war. So he related to Gia when they were discussing basically how they escape from everything that's going on in their worlds. Her escape was the movies, which she mentioned. I haven't been able to go to because the local theater has been closed down because of the war. His escape was books. Which, like Jay just said, he can't read no more because the nigga can't fucking see. Like, damn, nigga, how did you get into the army? Yeah, nigga, if you need your glasses that to, bad to, nigga, read, that to read that, yeah. All right, that was, I mean, that's plow, but but yeah. hey, but um, then for Tick, because he don't clicked. always had these bitches on. We boring. haven't seen that nigga with glasses, but like until once. he's reading, yeah. But for Tick, it clicked. That she was kind of interesting because she had read the Count of Monte Cristo. What's so funny and shit is that um, he like, can you read this to me? Yeah, I only got a couple chapters left. Yeah, she was ready to burst this nigga buzzle bubble and tell him how to end. Yeah, she jumped into the end immediately, and I felt like Reek on the uh, Socrates book. Like, wait a minute, nigga, that ain't yay, that ain't what I needed, nigga. But she jumped in there, started talking to him about the book. And now Tick, like, got that glare in his eye and shit. Like, now, like, oh, shit, who's this little cute nurse? Little, okay. I, I can't see this book, but I see her, nigga. I see her. Nigga. So then, uh, while they talking, she gave that nigga some advice. I wish, do you remember what she said to that nigga from the friend? Um, She was basically saying. It was something stop, simple but deep. Stop being controlled by other people's fear. Yeah, and he was like, that's great advice. Where'd you get that from? And she was like. Got it from my best friend. He was like, I like to meet this. Best well, friend I like to yours. meet this best friend of yours. And the whole time she's sitting there looking at him like, nigga, you killed her. But she ain't saying nothing. She letting it ride because she know how she going to get to. So he like, I'd like to meet her. She like, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to meet him. Well, if it ain't white, black ain't white. <laughs> so fast forward. It's another Korean soldier on the, uh, in the armory or whatever, dog. And he, he's an American soldier, but he's of Korean descent. So 
she kind of met with him, went up to her. He let her come back or whatever to where the, uh, all the little arm, like to the barracks and shit. And he walking her to the back. And all the other soldiers is like, yo, they thinking she a prostitute or some shit. Yeah. And they like, yo, like, you she done with her? Walking straight when I'm done yeah, with he her. like, nigga. I'll send her back, nigga. Like, if she could walk, nigga. Give her this career, you know I nigga. <laughs> nigga. Give her this kumio, nigga. <laughs> so he like, yeah, I'm going to send her back when I'm done, nigga. But what he was really doing was taking her back to Tick. Tick had set up a whole movie play for her, man. He, he basically created a theater in the army barracks and shit. Which I thought was kind of hard. Dog. This nigga wouldn't call Uncle George for the for the Man, Korean assist. Footage, bro. <laughs> yeah, that nigga would like Uncle George. I'm trying to I'm trying she to pop. Like, I'm, she, I'm trying to. Get, he about to get his cherry popped. <laughs> fucking that up. nigga said, "Hey, Unc, nigga, got me a little Kumio. Like, what's up with it, nigga?" And Uncle George gave him the fucking assist. Man, I sent that nigga a film over there. Take set up a whole movie theater little situation, dog. And from there, Jihad don't remember shit about being a Kumio, dog. She just felt like Jihad again, man. And Tick don't remember shit about the Count of Monte Cristo. He just felt like, yo, I escaped for a couple hours with her. So, I mean, at the end of that night, like, yo, things like she said something about, AKA, let's go back to my place. So I'm like, oh shit, damn! I thought she was liking my boy. Like she's still about trying to kill him. I'm thinking like, how this shit gonna go down? Yeah. We know he ain't dead. Yeah, we know Tick ain't died. So I'm like, how the fuck is she gonna get this nigga some like pussy? I'm like, did this nigga did she make him into a witch? Like, like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what how happened? How is this happening? But that first time they fucked, she controlled it. She ain't Kumiho that first time. That very oh, first, you, know you remember he missed. nutted quick? No, 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 no. So what's that? I think we. So it was two things that happened. Wow. One is they got together before, and then while they were about to have sex, she kicked him out. And then didn't. I think she. I thought she kicked him out. The first time they actually fucked, I just remember he nutted quick, and he had said it was his first time. And no kumiho shit. None of her tails came mm. out. None of that. Yeah, like they got down. Whatever, whatever they first time fully going through with it, they got down. Because when that happened, that's when I was like, oh, shit, maybe she can control this. Because yeah. up to that point, I thought it was automatic. Like, soon as a nigga busts a nut, here come the nine tails, and they're going to snatch a nigga soul out. But that first time they smashed, my nigga Tick got it in, dog. He got his nut off. That nigga nutted quick, too, nigga. Pure virgin shit, bro. <laughs> I Here's why I respect Tick even more now. Because he didn't fuck Letty, what, twice now, right? And the first time he took her virginity on the sink at the party, which I thought was cool. That's a cool, memorable way to lose your virginity <laughs> on the sink at a party. That's fun. But then that second time they did it on the couch, he threw her on the car, all that shit. They fucked on the couch. She rode him to death, whatever, with the body double. We was all in. Nigga, here's why I thought that shit was wild. Because Tick be like manhandling Letty and shit. <laughs> like, he been out here fucking for years. Yeah, nigga fucked a monster, dog. I mean, like, li- <laughs> quite literally, he fucked a monster. So <laughs> Tick had pussy one time, nigga. He had two pussies, nigga. That was it. But Tick yeah, nine like, pussies, goddamn. Hey, nigga. hey. <laughs> and yeah. they got nine pieces. Of, no, he had ten pieces of tail that time. One actual piece and, and nine. there go the name, nigga. <laughs> ten pieces of tail, dog. Right there. All oh. right, man. So, no, but, uh. They falling for each other. That was that was where shit got kind of wild, right? Because in real life, nigga, she the enemy right now. Like, 
or close to it. Well, no, they're supposed like, to be saving them. Well, supposed to be, yeah. but I'm like, eh, she's still kind of your enemy because she want to kill you. But now she didn't fall, start falling for the nigga and shit. So her mom coming at her like, nigga. Oh, no, she did kick the nigga out the first time. The very first time they tried. Yeah, you're right, you're yeah, right, you're right. Because then he ran up on her, was like, no, what the fuck? Get what the was f-. that? Because he, yeah. he, he tried to kick her off the base. Like, no, get this bitch the fuck out of here. Yeah. She was like, you killed my best friend. He was like, huh? You knew all this time you ain't say yeah. nothing? And then like, she explained. Say, yeah. I knew I wasn't tripping. I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. forgot. You're right, you're right, you're right. And then the first time they went through with it yeah. was when the nigga nutted quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then the third time they tried to get down. Third time was charm, nigga. Third time was the fucking Kumiho charm, nigga. They was in it. Chick was in there. But I feel like this time it was like she couldn't he, control it this he time. He got on top. Yeah. When they on top is when the tentacles come out. Mm. Before she was she on was top. she was riding that nigga. You mm. right. You right. Psh, never missionary again. <laughs> never. Mi- it's over for that missionary shit, nigga. Tentacles come out. Yeah, that missionary shit dead, nigga. Care about your orgasm no more. In and out like a light. So look, he got on top. They getting busy. And then the fucking tails came out. And they start latching on to my guy. She, she tried to pull the bitches back. She like, yeah, no. she And that's when I was like, oh, maybe she don't control this shit. I don't fucking know, nigga. But Tick was finna be number 100, dog. Yeah, man. And I ain't like how it was looking for my guy. Until I thought she, he was finna be dead. Until she literally kicked that nigga the yeah, fuck off of him. She, she kicked him out. Luckily, nothing had happened. But when they latched on, she did see that nigga's future. Yeah. And she saw that he died. And it looked interesting. Because we saw it was like one scene where he was like being it seemed like he was being cradled by a woman. I couldn't really tell who the woman was. It was a black woman. Yeah. Dark brown yep. skin. But I couldn't tell who she was, though. Like we, she wasn't somebody we know yet. No. Um. Then they showed Letty and Letty looked kind of distraught. And I was like, oh, OK, maybe Tick died. And then they showed this nigga look like he was being like hung, hung like or, or, cru- or crucified. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like he was being crucified or something similar. And uh, that's when I was like, damn, was that a ritual? Was that some fucking Sons of Adam type shit, dog? Like, because you it, remember does, they tried to. Does he die and come back? Or like, how far does it, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't Shit, was that representative of the ritual that was happening at the Braithwaite house? Before the nigga, you know, grandma came to him in visions and shit and he got the fuck on. Like, and like all the souls that she took. She saw pictures of their life bef- after that never actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, you saw their future, yeah. but you killed them, so that future never, never actually happened. happened. So with Tick, she saw his future, but then didn't kill him. And then, then she asked her mom, or because the, they went to the shaman again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, well, listen, if I saw it, does it mean that it's going to happen? Yeah. And the shaman was like, yeah, no, nah, fam. Like, you still need to kill 100 niggas. She never, she really answered the question, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, no, nah, because she was like, you in here asking me shit, and I told y'all what to do already, so come back when you got 100 bodies. And the mom was like, but she got 99. <laughs> like, <laughs> bitch, bitches, you talk. Bitch, what's 100 minus 99, nigga? One. That mean, get the fuck back out there and go ahead and get down, nigga. Her mom was looking like the nigga from, um, who had the $40 for Kane and, uh, <laughs> Yo, nigga, I said a uh, hundred. So, what we know is that take calling her last week after he saw the word die. But why did he assume that 
by him that, decoding the word die means that he's about to die. Like what? What? I didn't see the connection of like who told you that this was your fate. If nigga, it's words on a page. This is me personally. If I'm decoding a language that I don't know, and the first word I decode is die, I'm gonna decode like three more words before I start like taking guesses at shit. If I die, I'm like, well, who gonna die? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, let me decode to see if maybe that shit come up. Like Uncle George, is it diary? Like, is it like yeah, <laughs> like nigga, Uncle George died. Uh. That lady died, the um two spirit woman. Like it could have said more, but that nigga Tig immediately got on the phone with Korea. Like, yo, what you mean? But she told him. So after she kicked him off and all that shit, he was scared to death, obviously. But she told the nigga straight up, Don't go back to America, nigga. No. Or don't go back to Chicago. I don't she was like, Don't leave, don't go, don't, don't leave. But like, fam, I that she she said it, she didn't tell it to him. We didn't have a conversation. Yeah. Like, I was literally screaming at you, get the fuck away from me, picking up my clothes and running out, and you were just saying, don't go. No, bitch, I'm leaving. Like, I can't say that we had too much of a, a convo that I'm going to have with somebody who just had nine tails come out yeah. when I was missionary in them. So, like, you can't really be like, yo, I told you. No, yeah. bitch, you was, I don't know what you said. But when you look at the visions he's had related to jihad, maybe that's where die scared him a little bit like her screaming all that don't go like don't hit chicago like some bad gonna happen and then he sees that maybe that's why he came back in like oh shit this is it but because nevertheless I think, I think she did say uh, officially like i read your future or some yeah shit. like so. it, if you go back to chicago like you won't make it and granted how much do we believe because yeah you saw his future but like you said, normally when she kills niggas and takes their soul, she sees their future, but the future never happens because she kills them. So in this case, since she ain't kill that nigga, do the future still happen or not? Right. Do it still go the way you saw or not? Because you couldn't see that you wasn't going to kill him. Did em. you see me with the book of Adam or not? Yeah. Like, and if you did, can you read it out loud and say it in English? Because <laughs> what that shit mean, dog? Um, but. Nevertheless, she didn't kill the homie Tick, man. And and now, I think, it's just me throwing an early prediction out there. I think that she's going to find her way to the south side and try to save this nigga. So I think she loved this nigga. And I think she want to save him while she's still a kumiho. Because apparently she still got some powers in there. So I think she need to go get that one last one off and just be human. And then and maybe try to save him. Maybe we can do something there. But well, if I'm tick, I'm definitely asking questions. Like, if she did come you, to say, did you like, fuck somebody since we last got together? Because I need you. To, I need the answer to be yes this time. Tick called Korea and was like, "Who dick you suck?" <laughs> right. She was like, exactly. And nigga said, nah, nah, you lying to me, Kumiho. Who dick you suck? This the this the only time you need your bitch to fuck somebody else. I saw a question online, completely unrelated but related. And it said, Why do men be asking when they getting back with an ex, why do they be asking if she was with somebody? Because he wanna raw again. Nigga. <laughs> so fuck? this is why you my fucking brother, dog. <laughs> Cause I literally went in there and was like Fam, like y'all swear men so fucking barbaric that we can't ask about our fucking safety when we start rowing again. He want to eat the coach, but don't want it 
fresh out. Another I don't like, want it nutted <laughs> in, dog. Like, pardon me for not wanting to fucking nut it in, Cooch, bro. Like, because I know what I was doing with you. Fam. I, I know what you like. We was being nasty. And if you was being that nasty with another nigga on the breakup, nah, fam. It's going to take us weeks to get back to that level. Sorry. But nevertheless, in this case, nigga, I need to know who you been with so I don't die up in that pussy, dog. Shit, it's I fucked you and Letty. I'm out here now. It's really that simple. It it really is, dog. So, but I think she gonna find her way to the south side. I do think that because even like Tick Convo with Letty last week when he was saying like, oh, it was a girl in Korea. Granted, shit did get weird, and that's not a story you lead with, um, with all the details because it sound a bit much. But given all the shit they've seen, I also don't think that's the weirdest thing he could say to Letty right now because y'all done been through a lot of shit. But um, nevertheless, he told Letty, like, yo, it was a girl in Korea. I left on kind of wild terms. She was like, did you love her? He was like. Uh, that was kind of different. I don't know. I mean, it was. I it think was, I thought I did, but. <laughs> shit was crazy, nigga. And that's what you got to say. Like, if your girl ever asked if you loved another motherfucker, nah, that I shit mean, was crazy. I mean, I loved it. And then while I was in it, Nine Tails came out. He got to be like, nah, I loved Korea. You know what I'm saying? Kimchi was crazy. But I don't know if me and her was a, you know. Yeah, that's a little that's a little different. I mean, he could have said she tried to kill me. I don't think that would have been like the wildest story to tell, nigga. What's like, that song? She got that killer. Killer. Nigga. She do. But um, yeah. What what was it? <laughs> what if what if they would have started playing WAP doing this shit? It would have been perfect. I don't know who missed that opportunity, dog, because that had to be the the whoppiest of pussy, nigga. It was nine tails in the motherfucker. But I didn't really think that his response to Letty when she was asking about the girl in Korea was like solid. Now, granted, we ain't know the story, the backstory. So I could get why he may have hesitated. But I also was looking at it like maybe he did really love her. But now that's over for whatever reason. I mean, it don't. I mean, to a certain extent, like it don't fucking matter. I think I could have been in love before. It don't fucking matter, nigga. I'm in a whole nother country. Nah, you can't never be in love before your current girl. <laughs> Apparently, I'm just telling you the rules, nigga. <laughs> telling you what's going on in the streets, bro. Before your own, your current girl, nigga, it wasn't nobody, dog. All them bitches was Kumi hoes. I don't love Kumi hoes. No, you don't. You can't, nigga. How could you? So, nevertheless, I think we're gonna see more of her. Um, and just looking at her IMDb, uh, Jamie Chung is in more episodes, so I know this wasn't it for. Her. Um, but nevertheless. I thought it was a great episode, man. It was a lot of fucking details. It Again, it was different. It was subtitles for like 75% of the episode. Yeah. So if you're not paying attention or if you're not in the space to really lock in, you know what's so it wild? might have been dry for you, dog. What's so wild is how mom was talking. We just accepted how sexist and male dominated yep. culture is culture yep. over it is. And yep. we and we didn't thought we just no. like, yeah, must be. They don't they don't get respect because they don't have a man in the house. Fam, we was so good with that till we learned what the real story was. And I don't know if there's a problem with me because of that. It might be. You might be sexist. Or because we just know how that culture is. Yeah. Especially in 1949, 1950. Yeah. Um Did you watch the preview for next week though? I I sure did. This Hippolyta episode looked like my favorite episode. And it ain't even happened yet. I don't even be understanding how they this is a totally different series from episode to episode. Every episode is a new experience, man. And that's what I'm loving about the show so far, bro. But this Hippolyta one looked like it might be the one, dog. Um, We see, obviously, she made her way to Artem. 
she took the Ori with her, apparently. Um, And you remember Christina had been looking for the Ori because it got some time travel shit to it. She want to get into it. And it looked like Hippolyta might have jumped in there because they showed Hippolyta in about five different centuries. Nigga. Yeah. Um, Hippolyta had the fucking uh, wig on, nigga, with the bang, nigga. The bang, Not the nigga. bang. She had the bang on, dog. It looked wild, dog. So I'm very fucking excited for next week, but... Shout out to this show because you cannot predict what the next episode is going to look like nah. at all, like ever. HBO got all the Emmys last night. Yeah, um, and they will, they get will all continue the Emmys to get them. They're nah. going to get more for this, yeah. I guarantee. One hundred percent. Shout out to the um, the morning show that got an Emmy last night. That was a. Uh, Apple's first uh, Emmy. Yeah. That was a fucking excellent goddamn show. Something me and Jay put y'all on. Excellent. Remember who told y'all about it. Um, The morning show. Fucking excellent show. One of the better fucking finales I've ever seen. Like, that shit was nuts. Now that uh, I think this week, everybody uh, free HBO, I mean, ABC. What you call this shit? Apple TV Plus is gonna be um, oh, it's about to be gone. It's about to be off. Y'all about to be paying for this. So now the um all the the real subscription and movies yeah. and stuff like that. I yeah. sent you that one link to yep. that that space looking man. That shit looks so fucking fire, dog. I can't wait till that shit drop, man. Yeah, I'm um very excited about that. We talked about Tenant. If you live in a city where movie theaters are open, you can go see Tenant. If not, send five dollars to This Week in Culture's Cash App. It is dollar sign This Week in Culture, and I will personally send you the link to where you can watch Tenant for the free ball. Um, in HD. In HD. Yeah, the quality is crazy. I'll be watching new movies on there all the time. They play any new movies that came out within the last six months. So yeah, Tenant is definitely up there. Uh, what else we got going on, bro? Uh, what you currently watching, man? Um, I got a bunch of requests for us to watch McGraw Ave. McGraw Ave, what's that? Um, song? it's on um, Amazon Prime. Okay, and it's from the dudes from here. Okay, um, Moolah. Oh yeah, yeah, they got, got, you, it's, got a, you. it's a series, and everybody, two different people yeah. who don't know each other, told yeah. me yesterday that we got to watch get it. Into McGraw Ave, and um, we talk about off like that may be. That might be it. Okay. Maybe something that we can politic on. And, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with that. Um, and they said it's really fucking good. They that's said what's it, up, man. Shout Murder out to, Pain is in it. Yeah. They said they got they they got some they got something on their hands with this. Shout out to the city, man. Doing something big over there on Amazon Prime, man. Uh, get into that if y'all have not watched it. McGraw Ave on Amazon Prime. Go check that out. Uh, me and Jay might get into that and and create some additional content for y'all. Uh, what else is going on here? Antebellum is out. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. I have not watched it yet either. I will get into Antebellum. Um, I've seen mixed reviews. I've seen some people who said Yo, they loved it. To, shout out to uh to one. Of the, shout out to people who watched it. But don't tell me if you liked it or loved it before I've seen it because yeah. you kind of taint my yeah. You it, it taints my opinion now. Now yeah, I'm thinking yeah, like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm looking for it to be good or bad or bullshit. And also, though, I will say this: depending on who tells me, it's good. Well, you know, Weezy. Because I look, yeah, yeah nah, so, uh, this nigga, <laughs> nigga Weezy tell you something good, nigga. You just got a grain of salt, it, nigga. Weezy, what up, boy? Um, what else I'm watching, man? Yo, I've really been like rewatching Girlfriends on Netflix, dog. Shout out to Mara Brock Kill and I haven't rewatched any of these old ones. Because like all the old shows yeah, they yeah. drop, I'll be seeing my timeline. I don't want to watch it with y'all. See, here's the thing. I didn't care about Moesha when Moesha was new. 
so I definitely don't really care about it now. Um, nothing wrong with it. I just I know it ain't my style. Um, I didn't like Moesha. Like she wasn't. She was like an anti-hero to me. She was like ghost, nigga. Moesha is ghost. I wasn't feeling it, so I ain't care about it. Sister, sister is too young. I don't really. Like, it's nostalgic, cool, but I was never rushing back to watch Sister Sister. It's the most Detroit TV show that we've that they've got. Like, they got all the references, all the schools. Yeah. Um, Martin was probably yeah, yeah, the Martin, worst yeah. um, at saying a reference. But, like, they yeah. literally said damn near every single thing um, in Sister Sister. Sister Sister. So, shout out to them for, for representing Salute to the, the fake city, city that they was in. But, no, I, I hadn't really gotten into any of them older black shows that got picked up on Netflix. I ain't watched the game over, but nigga girl from my girl was watching it, uh, over the weekend, dog. And I watched a few episodes with her. And then when I got home, I was just like, this shit just good in the background, man. Like throw it on. But then I start realizing, bro, I kind of came with a, a epiphany, nigga. Like, cause I was seeing the timeline and everybody was talking about the toxic relationship between Joan and Tony. And Oh, this looked like Tony was Molly before Molly and all yeah. that. And then I start thinking like y'all be real quick to recognize the Tony's and the Molly's, but can't recognize your friend that's in your crew in real life. Mm. Like bars. She's sitting right there. You can't recognize she bad for you, nigga. And y'all also can't recognize that this is a scripted drama. And Facts. all the feelings that you have about this character are on purpose. Yeah. I, I, I wrote they did this, that intentionally. I wrote this character so you can have that exact feeling. Yeah. And when you watched it before, when you didn't, it's because you were a child and it was written for somebody older yeah. with a with a, a higher emotional intelligence yeah. than you do. But when you was a kid watching some shit about 30-year-olds, you. Yeah. you didn't understand what you was watching. Because you hadn't been through that. Yet. Yeah. And uh, another reason that it's hitting you so hard is because you still hang with your Tony Childs, nigga. So now what? Nigga, it's hitting you because she's sitting right there. Yeah. Or you are Tony. Yeah. Ah, huh. The other part don't nobody want to talk about. And, nigga, also, uh, same way I said with Issa, Joan wasn't the world's greatest friend either, nigga. She was mad selfish and self-absorbed and obsessed with getting married and would have cut Tony's throat to do so. So so she had a Twitter back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been watching Girlfriends, man. I watched uh, Salute to the God, Damon Wayans Jr. He got a movie on Netflix. It was a little cheesy rom-com joint. It wasn't nothing crazy can't think of the name of it right now i think it's called like love guaranteed or some shit but i was watching uh, salute to the guy marlon the other day on netflix i heard marlon wasn't as bad as nigga said marlon was it wasn't yeah it, it didn't work because it came on one summer and then it came back on two years later yeah and that will never work like for any formula uh shit yeah man mcgraw ave amazon prime check out that detroit shit new episode of Lovecraft next week looks fire. Can't wait. Rewatch this episode for a second time if you haven't, because I really feel like if you can sit down and like unplug from your electronics for an hour, just give me a smooth hour, which I know is difficult to do. We all got a lot of shit to do. We all got to be on the gram. We all got to be accessible. I get it. But this episode hit different when you pay attention. It did. Um, And when you can really see some of the bars that was getting laid out and, and catch some of the shit, it's a different episode. It was enjoyable as shit. We get at shit a smooth pair of four buffs out here. And uh, yeah, man, let us know what y'all thought. Join us on the socials. This Week in Culture on everything. Hit us up at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com with all your voice notes, your Blackberry letters, everything we need. Until next week, 
I'm your host, Ann Wood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. This week in culture, episode 122. We out. So this week, some shit got to shake. I mean, yeah. stuff is shaking, but the plot has not been moved forward. That's what I, f- I forgot to talk about. Like, the plot really haven't moved. Yeah, this on. Okay. But the, 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 I, I am ready for the plot to move forward a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's kind of... um. It's kind of sitting in a real power type bag right now. So the same way where I felt like Tasha being in jail, like I'm just not with. Like I don't care enough. It ain't really doing nothing for me. And everything they doing with her in jail is not moving that plot about Tariq forward. Like I don't know. It just feels stupid. I could kind of see if you looked at Lovecraft and say, yo, all the bells and whistles been crazy. One of the most original shows we've ever seen. Cause, but we we learn something new every week. But y'all gotta connect. All right, now it's that time we, to start bringing it moving together. Right? Move that shit yeah, along yeah, a little bit. Because we at episode seven coming up. We got ten episodes for the season. Let's start connecting some of these dots a little bit, uh, uh, or let's start connecting a few more dots per episode. Like last week, we got the William Christina thing. That was a big bang. Uh, the week before that. Everything, I guess everything just feels so separate. Yeah, because want, we get in a different episode every week. Yeah, it and it's feel, like not, the, the same character is not even in the world. Yeah, 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 facts. I mean, to this point, I'm going to give him this. We ain't seen Uncle George since he died. I don't imagine, I said it when he died that ain't no way they signed Courtney B. Vance on for two episodes. I just feel like that in itself is a crime, nigga. But I'm like, damn! If we don't catch this nigga in a flashback right fast, or y'all bring that nigga or back, bring from the him dead back or like shit. y'all really right now, it's looking like they might have signed a god on for two episodes, bro. Well, I wonder what is ID, IDB, um, IMDb. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, Hippolyta get that magic shit. She'll bring that nigga back, and that so that's why I'm thinking we either gonna get a flashback or we I can, might get him brought back to life. I bro. can also see Tick becoming a bad guy. Oh, I think that's the inevitable. And then Letty is going to have to pull him back. And the love that he got for Levity, Le- Letty is going to like bring him back or some shit. I, I almost feel like him being bad and possessed by these powers, the evil that's within these powers. I think that's inevitable, man. And I think that's what his dad was trying to save him from. Like all that little, oh, what if we use it for good? Nigga, you don't know how to control it, bro. This ain't up to you, nigga. All right, where the fuck is the IMDb? Two, 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 two. There we go. All right, and who we look for? Courtney B. Vance. Courtney B. Vance. All right, man, let's see how much. Because ain't no way they hired my nigga on. I mean, they could have been like, yo, we need you to kick off your, your name whole cloud around here, Courtney. We're going to pay you for a whole season, but we only need you for, for two episodes. Damn, he ain't even in the first page of actors on this shit. Okay. No, they got him with four episodes. So my dog will be back for two more. Okay. So, well, shit, it's only four more episodes left. It's only four left. more left, so he got two out of these last four to get into. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be here next week on the Hippolyta episode. Yeah, facts. Uh, Christina Braithwaite and Montrose, they'll both be back. Wait a minute. this ni- Oh, so oh, so next week we probably won't see uh, Letty or Tick because it has Hippolyta... Ruby and Jada signed up for 10 episodes, but it got Letty, Tick, Montrose, and, uh, yeah, Letty, Tick, and Montrose got eight episodes, and Christina Braithwaite. They got eight episodes, but Hippolyta, Ruby, and 
Jada Harris who plays D. Does, they all got ten episodes. Does but how they got ten and they ain't, they wasn't on this one because she was in his episode. Letty was in his episode for a flash. Oh, they flashed. But did they flash Hippolyta? Maybe they know. flashed her in his dream because it got Hippolyta on here for ten episodes, and it got Ruby on here for ten. They definitely didn't flash Ruby, unless Ruby was somewhere singing during the fucking Korean War and shit to right. the soldiers. I don't know how they. I don't know how. They I don't work. know, but it got Tick, Letty, and Montrose and Christina Braithwaite for eight episodes. So, nevertheless, dog, I'm with you though, man. They got to start bringing some of these, uh, some of these stories together, even in the whole separation of the stories every week. I want to see how all this shit comes together, man. Yeah. And we got to just get back to the South Side. Like, this was that one episode. This was the Molly on the vacation with uh, Andrew episode, like, where you just completely leave the normal plot. Well, where is the normal place at? Yeah. Is it is it South Side or is it in Boston? Because more of it didn't happen there than anywhere. In, uh, in Boston? Yeah. Only thing that happened in Chicago... Well, when he, the first episode when they first touched episode down. and episode three in the house. Yeah. Anything else? Well, no. Last week, so we got three and three right now. Well, because yeah, Letty House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Letty House episode three, second episode they was in Boston. First episode they split. So yeah, it's about even, dog. But we got to get back to the South Side, or just get back. I need to honestly, bro. We need to learn more about uh, and I hate it because now we down to the last few episodes, but. We need to learn more about the Christina Braithwaite and like what her purpose is right now. Yeah, because right now, nigga, I mean, and yeah, why you old see, boy got a half black body. I one hundred percent need answers, nigga. Like that nigga whole torso was black. Somebody got to explain, dog. Yeah, we got to get to it, man. Uh, phenomenal fucking series, but the reason they haven't claimed that illustrious, elusive pair of white buffs, them sticks. Cause we got some shit left to do. Dog. Oh, so before we, cause we we just hit y'all with yeah, a, yeah. A we quick, just came back with some other um, shit. A quick afterthoughts. We do gotta address all the feedback and all the times we got posted and tagged and sent um, in the Michael K. Williams. Oh yeah yeah yeah. HBO. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into Hollywood it, man. is trying to ruin us, and you know. Here's, so I'm gonna ask you straight up. Do you think that Hollywood has a gay agenda for black people? Hollywood. Um. So, without without this sounding nefarious, yeah, yeah, yeah. I 100% think there's a gay agenda. Got you. Just as there's a black agenda. Yeah. Just as there's a woman agenda. Yeah. The term agenda make it seem, seem nefarious. Like yeah. But, like, we know there was a concentrated effort to make black voices on television yeah. and and yeah. or women voices or black women voices like so so people be like yo it's no such thing there is a such a thing Fem, because it, there it's just is like but it doesn't necessarily mean it's nefarious for it to exist it's just agenda has become the black lives matter where people say black lives matter and depending on the side of the coin you're on you think of black lives matter as a group and as a gang and as a political statement. And it's like, 
I be thinking about it as a sentence. I be thinking Black Lives Matter. <laughs> you like? I really be thinking Black Lives Matter. So nigga say it like I don't fuck with them. Who is them? Who is them, nigga? I, my life matters is what I was trying to tell you. I couldn't you, bro. tell you who went run black. I don't fucking know. I've never been. I think I got on the Black Lives Matter website one time when somebody said, "Have you ever been on their website?" Yeah, and it's interesting. and they sent a link, and it's some shit up it's there. Some interesting shit up there. It's some shit up there, but that's never what I associated with. That don't got nothing to do when I say. What the three words in this Black sentence? Lives matter, bro. We ain't need to politicize it for it to still be a true statement. Yeah. Um. So, so with that, I think the word agenda kind of fell under that yeah. same. So my thing yeah. is this: y'all just gotta let me know what side of the coin that y'all on. Yeah. Because half the time y'all say we not tolerant of the LBGT community yeah. and black men specifically yeah. need to be more tolerant because and we be, be sensitive and, and da, be, da, da. yep. And then this shit come out, and then y'all like, oh my now god! Mad at Michael K. Williams. Like, oh my god! I can't believe y'all niggas let black people be gay. Like, yo, what side of the coin y'all want to be on? And here's the thing: when we had that convo last week, shout out to everybody. I had a few people hit me up and say they like how we handled that convo last week. Um, I wasn't. I don't give a fuck what Michael K. Williams identifies as right. sexually. Like that ain't got shit to do with me. My concern was, or my question was, how does it hurt? Is he like just like we said with Daniel Kaluuya, like we said with um, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman, they were doing films specifically with a black agenda. Yeah. Is Michael K. Williams taking roles that he says, yo, I want to somebody mentioned that inject. We, we talked about this four into roles, a character. Yeah. But somebody actually mentioned a fifth. I can't think of the name of the movie now, but it was like five. OK, OK. That. So, yeah, clearly. And yeah. And if hey, if that's what Michael K. Williams is doing, if he's trying to add a completely like different layer to every character that he plays on HBO and HBO has given him the freedom to do so. Shout out to that, because guess what? That nigga been on five classic fucking shows on HBO. How about that? But on the flip side. I'm not one to sit up here and say that the gay agenda, the black agenda, the LGBTQ agenda, and any of these agendas are bad things, dog. Like, my whole thing, y'all know my stance. It's no different than what I said when we was talking about the shy. As long as whatever you doing with this gay character makes sense to the story you telling me, I don't care. If you doing it just to add a layer to the character, now, people were you saying, can do it. People were saying they don't understand how this makes the... It doesn't make sense. How it moved it forward. Yeah. Guess what else don't make sense? A bitch with nine tails coming out of her fucking Finn, eyes and ears. Guess and what else and don't mouth. make sense? A motherfucking family of monsters and, and niggas in cults and all this magic shit. Like, none of that really makes sense. So I'm not really here to buy into the whole, like, y'all niggas is now just looking for sense. Guess what else don't make sense? Tariq fucking selling... $500,000 worth of pills on a college campus, nigga. It's hella shit on TV that don't make sense. So, yeah. don't hit me with that. This don't make sense. And in the context of last week's episode, like we started the pod last week, it was about people coming out and coming into them their real selves and getting comfortable with them real their real selves. So, that was his real self, dog, and they had made references to it before and we saw that that was really him and they confirmed it. So, if we never see nothing else related to him being gay again, so be it. We confirmed who he really was and sort of the background for why he's so angry and so upset and why he hid so much from his child. And we also learned a little bit more about why maybe him and Uncle George plotted to make it seem like Tick was his son and not Uncle George's, who more than likely he is. So it, it ain't 
again, as long as it ain't taking nothing from the story, I'm not mad at it. But stop using the word agenda like it's negative, man. Like, we got a black agenda. There was a time where we wanted more black people on TV in better role. Hell, y'all got a black agenda now. Y'all, When y'all say. This the last thing I'm going to say. Before, nigga. Before, but this the last thing I'm going to say on it, right? And I think about this shit all the time. Whether that's my cup of it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah facts, uh, it don't got to be a weather. It's that's yeah. not my cup of tea. But I be thinking about. Do I need to see it? No. No, I be thinking about what side of history I want to be on. Yeah. Because I know for a fact, at some point, somebody was like, "They got another black person on TV. Why does God it? Damn. Why does it? Why do um, Archie Bunker got to have a black neighbor? Yeah. This is not realistic. You know what I'm saying? And like, there were people who were upset that they were that there was black people on TV yep. and they were showing black stories. Now, I'm not equating the struggles. No, to no, say no. Anything. Not a, not, I just no. be thinking like, damn, there was somebody who I didn't know, who was not in my culture or whatever, was mad that my shit was on there. So I be thinking like, yo, I'm not inside of that, but like, I, nece- I don't know. The struggle don't gotta be equal for it to still be a struggle. Yeah. And if you're a part of that community, LGBTQ community, there's still a struggle for inclusion. And that's really all that matters, man. If a community of people is telling you that they still don't feel included, then... I'm cool with them trying to get to whatever level. Because here's the thing, right? Black people to this day, a lot of them still say, oh, I'm tired of the only movies we get be slave movies. and only That's a black agenda. So even with all the black content that we get in film and television, we still don't feel like the inclusion is at the level it should be yet. And that'd be so, the thing where... Uh when I do watch something, I be like, yo, it do feel like you hitting me with a bunch of this shit. Yeah. I be like, well, damn, I wonder when. Uh, clearly, people didn't feel like that shit with all my shit. So facts, facts. I be thinking like, damn, am I am I am I the one wrong? Yeah. Am I like the other people? Like, damn, why y'all hating on black? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I be, and I I, I I struggle with that. And that's I, I understand for some viewers like I've seen some people say like, oh, when that scene came up, I fast forwarded. I ain't mad at that. Not if at that's all. how you had to watch that. But stick with the show. Because I fast forwarded. Because I also <laughs> saw a lot of people saying like, oh, I'm done with the show after the night. And I hate them. Pe- like, y'all niggas is extremists, dog. This, granted, it wasn't the first, quote, gay scene we got on the show. But, nigga, all the shit happening on the show, that's what stuck with you? Like, nigga. <laughs> the, so the devil can literally come out of niggas. We can do and exorcisms. And don't nobody got a problem. Fam, it's goat's blood on the door right now, nigga. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, y'all ain't got a problem with none of that shit. Fucking Korean alien ladies jumping down with foxes in her pussy and Ripping shit. Ripping necks off of, of bodies. Fam, the fucking black girl turned white. Then turned back black. Then turned back white. Then turned back black. The white man was a girl the whole time, nigga. Man, that lady stuffed a, a, a stiletto up a nigga ass Fam. like 30 times. And y'all was cool because fucking... Uh, uh, Bodak Yellow was playing. She like, pegged that nigga. <laughs> literally. So that's my thing, man. Like, again, you can be, you don't have to agree with everything that's happening in the show. You can critique. Because guess what? Never taking that from niggas. I could have done without the scene. 100%. But, like, I, I don't know if I can be like, yo, this shit shouldn't have been there because that's not my. Who the fuck am I? And that's the thing. Because that's not mine. If a white person was policing the black television agenda that we all have because we all want to see more black people in big roles another thanksgiving scene oh my god (laughs) i can't believe they got fucking they brought this power show back and it's all tasha 
It's all Tasha and Rick. I wanted more sacks. I don't know. I just want to make sure I end up on the right side of history. And that and that's the thing, man. And honestly, dog, I'm just, yo, man, I'm not so impacted by what other people are involved in that I take shit personally. And I feel like a lot of people. Guess what? Didn't like the Mary J. Kissing scene. Hey, I fast forwarded the second time I watched it. Fam, I that Mary J. Kissing scene. Everybody, go back and watch. If you watch Power, we talked about it on the other episode. Her lips looked the driest they've ever looked in the history twice. of lips. Fast forward to the second time. I didn't want to see it. It looked so uncomfortable. Even the release from the kiss looked uncomfortable. But guess what? It felt like a, it felt like me watching my grandma kiss. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mary. And Mary, we love you over here. Yeah, but guess what? Now I don't need to watch that scene again. If it made me uncomfortable, does that mean I'm going to stop watching Power Book 2? No, nigga. It was one scene in a moment of a million scenes, dog. So for everybody who who was uncomfortable or maybe turned off by Montrose's sex scene last week and the revelation that he is in fact gay, fast forward it and, yo, understand that so much other shit is happening on this show that that one thing, that one, quote, agenda should not take away from your love of everything else that's happening with this show, man. Yeah. This and because this is kind of the double inclusion, right? This is black and it's gay. Figure out, or I guess understand that the black part of that still needs y'all support. I was man. amazed by the the some of the posts who was tagged in and looking oh at my the God. Look, looking at the comments, and it was a no art. It was like everybody like, yeah, get this. Hey, I'm gonna say this hot take. And I'm saying it because we finna stop the pod in a minute. So I'm try- I'm leaving y'all niggas with this. Black women hate black gay men. Because I saw some comments that were like offensive to me, nigga. I was, and I ain't gay. I was surprised that it wasn't any dissenting opinions. Which mm. makes me think yeah. that the pages that was posting it that's what y'all do all yeah day. yeah y'all just not even about on, because like you like if the shade room posted that shit nigga it's a million you people. would get a bunch of back how and forth. dare you no get the, no we was getting all like the people who was tagging us in the comments we were seeing were very one note i was like what because i went for the i went for the popcorn emoji like oh this shit gonna be good nigga, no it was all yo i hate this gay shit this gay black agenda they they emasculating black men on t- fam i'm still masculine bro hey fam guess what Every th- you know the comment I saw the most was what? this that Tyler Perry shit. Oh my god! I'm like, yo, don't say Tyler Perry and 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 fucking Lovecraft, Love- Lovecraft Country. <laughs> the niggas is not in the same league. And dog. nigga, yo, for I mean, they could be Tyler Perry. Yeah, that was a bad joke. I was about to Tyler about Perry to, acting <laughs> as Medea. I was about to get us canceled <laughs> while we trying to big niggas up. Feel how you want to feel about Tyler Perry acting as Medea, <laughs> but also understand that. Nigga, Tyler Perry done done more for black actors than a lot of you niggas ever will. I'm going to just say that. Um, And again, dog, when we say as black people, we want to see more blacks included in different roles. We don't just want to see them be slaves. We don't just you don't get more of a different type of show than Lovecraft Country. If that means one character on this show. Being gay. Is a thing like nigga. Does that take away from how great and how different and how unique this black show is, bro? And I don't mean to, I don't mean no disrespect to Michael K. Williams when I say none, this. None. Nikki, you didn't know his character was gonna be gay? Out of all characters? Yeah. Like that that's what yeah. yo, I can't believe they made nigga, did you not like that? Can't the, believe they made Omar gay? Like, really? Omar from The Wire? The gay 
uh, drug dealing robber killer nigga? You can't believe he was gay again on the show? The Come nigga on, from the bro. night of? Who was getting head from the young boy in jail? Like, like this the nigga, this the, this the, oh my God, I can't believe it. Not Omar. Yeah, now, nah, if this was Denzel, I'm shooting this bitch up. You know what I'm saying? Like That would have been uh I can't believe it yeah. type of thing. But, eh, no, Michael K. Williams has bodied this type of role before anyway. Boom. Like, damn, bodied. <laughs> <laughs> he manhandled this. <laughs> hey, yo, and this is where we get out of here before here. we get canceled, man. <laughs> um, appreciate y'all listening to this extra few minutes of content that we gave y'all. Uh, follow us, This Week in Culture. Hit the pod. Email thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Till then, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. And real quick, before we leave, this is the last time I'm saying goodbye to y'all. But me and Jay are not the fucking uh, straight defenders out here. Like, we not, don't keep expecting us to come to, like, to, like, bash gays. I don't know what niggas was expecting, like, because we got tagged in a lot of shit. I don't know what the expectation was if people thought because of, because, again, when we talked about the shy, we just talked about how unrelated the shit was to the story. Yeah, that and was it. It felt, it felt like like nigga, yeah, stop, like you was stop throwing dildos at the screen. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> like could you stop throwing dildos at the screen, Lena? Like you know what I'm saying? And it was it was getting jokes off because it yeah, and we was getting hella jokes <laughs> off, nigga. Like we know that lesbians throw dildos at the screen. Like that's cool, nigga. But no, no, in real life, when we was getting tagged, I started to think like, yo, like are we like? Them niggas, like, I felt real, like, right wing on that motherfucker. Like, damn, nigga, they come to us on some make America straight again, dog. <laughs> and I ain't really know how to feel, nigga, but I just want everybody to know me and Jay, we love everybody, man. We ain't, we ain't. But Lynn ain't going to get these jokes. Yeah, no, <laughs> if anybody could catch jokes, it was this season of the shy. Like, Lynn going to probably think that we don't like her. No, nah, fam, if... Anytime any nigga or any person thinks we don't like Lena, I want y'all to go listen to how we talked about the shy previously, prior to season three, and how we talked about uh what was our movie? Uh, uh Queen, and Queen and Slim. Granted, not a full Lena project, we understand that. But all that to say, nigga, we respect the hell out of Lena up here. We just wanted a better quality of show. And it ain't have shit to do with shit being gay. I'm gonna get these jokes off. Yeah, and just don't throw dildos at screen all the time. Like, damn, I y'all threw one. Like, that I ain't like the door stopper. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like I said last time, this is when we start getting ourselves in trouble. And so. I never saw it because I fast forwarded through Yo, it. Yo, and I got yeah. I legit never saw it for the first one. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, second yeah, one, yeah, it yeah, just no, came out of nowhere. No, like. you was gonna get the dildo eventually. <laughs> like, Lena wasn't just gonna let you not uh. get the dildo. But all that to say. When y'all tag us in this shit, I don't know what y'all think we gonna say, but know that we're never coming on here and saying, yo, I hate gays. Like, calm down, fam. Like, I don't know what you think I'm gonna <laughs> say in public. You gotta catch me in the studio. <laughs> 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 you don't know what I'm gonna say in real yeah, life, but man. I'm yeah. No, we, as long as that shit black, we trying our best to ride with it, man. And uh, Michael K. Williams has done more than enough on HBO to fucking earn a claim, And run up man. on him if you want to. Hey, Cause y'all see the scar, nigga, and y'all half y'all niggas don't even know. Like Michael K. Williams will probably get in your ass, literally. <laughs> Double entendre, nigga. Triple entendre. <laughs> don't even ask me how, man. I'm Ant. That's Jay. We out for the last time. <laughs>